0: This is Sean Six from the Liquid Conversations, and I am here with David Silvera and Rich Wen from the band Bias. How are you doing, guys?
1: Very good. Thank you you for having us.
0: I wanted to start off with asking you guys, and whoever wants to field this, uh, you guys can jump in at any time, why start the band Bias now?
1: I think just for the sheer hunger of wanting to create music. I don't think anybody really, or none of us actually sat down and said, let's talk about even doing this thing because the music industry is in such patterns right now. I mean, I don't think that had crossed anyone's mind. I think everyone just felt in their heart that that we still wanted to create music, and, and um try to have as much success from it as it can. So I don't don't think anybody ever considered it. I think we just went for it, just natural. It's
0: kind of interesting when you hear people creating or starting groups or starting bands with that concept uh, of not really having a concept just because the industry is so all-encompassing and everything seems to be a very calculated move to do stuff organically just for the love of the art. seems like a very rare thing nowadays, don't you think?
2: I, I definitely think so, because even before I found these guys... I was doing music just for fun, just for the love of it myself. You know, um, I was going on Craigslist and finding instrumental bands looking for singers, uh, and basically, you know, taking those tracks and just writing my own, you know, vocal melodies to it, just for fun. And my wife would be like, "What are you doing? Why, why are you doing this?" I'm like, "Because I, I love it." <laughs>
0: <laughs> Usually, the wife is the is the voice of reason when it comes to stuff like that. Like, uh, why can't you get just a regular day job?
2: Yeah, well, I have a regular day job, <laughs> but you know, I, I was doing that in my free, free time.
0: <laughs> right, David, would you consider this? I mean, y- you were coming off of Core Ten before, and then obviously, you you had an established history with another band uh, called Corn, um, which I'm sure we all know but is bias your new passion project, so to speak?
1: Uh, I'm not really sure what you say passion project. I mean, it's definitely our band. I mean, this is, this is, this is what we're doing. We're, we're going full throttle with it. I'm not really sure what you mean by passion project.
0: Well, I guess maybe to clarify more, Core 10 had its share of problems, and as any band does, so it's not specific just to that band. But to come out of it and to jump right back into the game again, you really have something to say this time around. Uh, not that you didn't before, but you, you seem like you're you're definitely driven by passion on this.
1: Yeah, I think um, it's been a couple of years since I had even played drums when we started Cortez. To me, in my opinion, that was... Just a warm up. Okay. Just to get just to get back into playing. And then once um, myself, Joe K back and Chris Doramey bass and guitar. The three of us looked at each other and we said, There's no future with this band, these guys aren't good. We gotta go and, and do something that we really love. We gotta find a really great singer, we gotta put this band together and make something that we really love. So that's when we did the singer search thing and um got lucky and found Richard and we had our, our second guitar player, Mike Martin. He was already um, friends with everybody and, and I actually didn't even know he could play guitar, and then he told me one day he'd been burning all of our songs on his own, and I said, shit, this makes it kind of be easy just come play with us. So, yeah, this, the court was more just kind of warming back up to me playing music, basically, and then now this thing um, with biases is, is uh, it's full on dedication and commitment.
0: Well, and the reason why I kind of jump into that conversation with you, and then also with you, Rich, that the thing about the name of the band, Bias, you know, you guys have have said at one time or another that everybody in the world has bias, regardless of who you are, and it influences your life somehow or another, and that seems to be probably more prevalent now in society than maybe we've not necessarily experienced but more have paid attention to in quite some time, and it seems to be a hot-button topic as far as people having certain biases. When you guys think about that in the name of the band, what exactly is it that you're trying to make commentary on by using that term to name the band?
2: Um, (laughs) I mean, I think when we named the band Bias, we were looking for something... you know, like maybe one word, a single word, maybe like a few syllables and make it simplistic, you know? Um, And then we started thinking about the meaning behind it, you know, exactly what you said, where, you know, whether you know it or not, everyone has a bias, you know? Like it could be as simple as a cell phone bias, you know, Apple versus Android. Or it could be, you know, yeah, exactly. (laughs) So it was kind of, it was kind of that everyone could kind of take the name or the band and relate it to something in their, life you know, and we wanted to keep it that open-ended because that's how I write our songs, you know, I write our songs open-ended so that people can can get their own interpretation from it, so I think Bias is a a great name and then um, separating it with the dot shows that there's more than one side to it. I absolutely
1: agree with Richard.
0: Obviously, you know, having a short name makes it easier to, you know, fit it on, you know, certain merch and stuff like that, right? It makes it easier to see it from across the room when the letters are six inches tall instead of two inches tall? Yeah. Or
2: don't Look like a Not pile like of a sticks. Paragraph name. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, and I hate to to ask a basic question like that about, you know, what's the meaning behind the name, but it struck me as odd when you think about how it relates to society now and how music is supposed to be a voice of what we experience in the world around us. But there's something else that's kind of interesting, and I'm sure all of you have had your own experiences that just being in a band together, it, the individual members of the band sometimes can rub each other raw a little bit <laughs> and have different of opinion so being in a band is not always an easy thing to get through so everybody in the band might also have their own terms of bias when it comes down to that when you guys were
2: you starting know what our band we don't actually have any of that static you don't it's really crazy it's really crazy I mean we get along and there's there's so much chemistry there you know these guys were complete strangers to me six months ago and I talk to them almost every single day now you know how uh, did that happen we, there's just a I don't know magic <laughs> I really don't know <laughs> you know and when you find something like that you hang on to it because i've been in a few bands where you just butt heads all the time and we just don't butt heads i mean if an idea comes across someone's head and they say it we'll try it we'll try it. everything that comes out you know we're not going to be like well no i know
1: better we're not gonna do it you know what i mean yeah the, we, we every single every one of us um it doesn't matter who it comes from if uh we are working on a song and some part does not feel right and richard says hey chris maybe you should do that try this on the bass, we'll just try. We won't even question it. We won't even give it, you know, give it more than a thought. We'll, thought. We'll say, okay, let's work it out real quick, and then we'll try it. Or if Richard says, hey David, maybe you should try this kind of drum beat on something. Everybody knows that our end goal is to make a good song. There's nothing personal about it. It's not saying you're not good enough, so you need to play this way or whatever. There's no, there's no nonsense like that. Everyone just takes it for what it is and says, okay, sure, you yeah, have an idea, but let's work it out real quick. Show me what you're, what you're looking for, and we'll try it. So every, everybody always comes in the studio with a totally open mind. And and everybody knows that nothing anybody says is is some kind of you know like insincere, stupid personal attack on anybody. There's, right. there's no there's no egotistical shit like that. Everyone has a totally free and open mind, willing to try any anyone's ideas, no matter who it comes from, no matter what instrument.
0: You know, somebody uh, when they hear this should be taking notes in a lot of bands because uh, that seems to be a hard thing for a lot of bands to accomplish: is to overcome the ego, individual egos, to do something completely organic.
1: Yeah, it certainly seems that way. I mean, uh, mean, we we have done that several times where where we'll stop and one of us will say to another guy, Can you try this on a part? And and then we'll take a couple seconds and they'll work it out right there. And then we just try it again. And then we'll we'll finish the song, whatever. And then we'll look at each other and say, What did you guys think? Did you like the new change or or not like it? And, you know, it could be 50 50. Sometimes everyone says, Yeah, we do like the new change, and that's it. And sometimes someone will say, I kind of like it, but I'm not sure. And then we may spend another few more minutes kind of tweaking it to try to get a a more polished version or whatever. But uh, it, it never. Turns into anything overblown, it never turns into an incident, it's just all about uh, just working together and you know. Having respectful conversations about everything and being always open to trying anyone's ideas. Amen. <laughs> yep, making great tunes. That's all
2: it's about.
0: We're making
1: great tunes. It's it's amazing. In the end, we're just looking for a
0: good song. It, it's amazing that how many people miss the mark on the end game. I mean, really, that's what it is. You know, uh, it, people do get kind of caught up in the, the creation of it and all the extracurricular bullshit that goes along with it, and they kind of forget. Okay, well, aren't we supposed to just be making good music here in general and not kind of losing sight of the of the of the final goal, and the reason why you know I wanted to ask that is because it's hard, especially Rich, with you coming in and not knowing these guys. Like you said, six months prior, and now you're you know you're, you're talking every single day like you're a twelve year old schoolgirl. You know, like talking.
1: You know, like you're you, not joking. Sometimes i am on the gym for an hour. I'll come out and there'll be fifty text messages on our, our band email chain.
0: <laughs> it's yeah, yeah, you know what I could. Oh. You I could see yeah. the look. I could see the look. They're like, "Man, he's excited."
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, you yeah. know, yeah, it's not just from me though. No, I'm not the one texting 50
1: times. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> <between> <laughs> <of> the entire <laughs> chain of the the whole entire band. Chain.
0: <laughs> well, you know, and that's that's really cool because when everybody in the band has a pre-existing history and they come in, they have different bands that they played for, different stylistic routines and different sound, you know, that they might have a tendency to navigate towards more. Everybody has an individuality. And when you kind of mix them all into one particular pot and stir it up and try to get something out of it, it's always a dicey measure. It's it's really kind of hard to get something like that to work. And like you had said, it's magic. So that, you know, that really is kind of what it is because we, we have a hard time. Appreciating that as a listener, saying how much of chance and sheer luck and sheer you know mystery kind of went into it to get this finished project, and you guys are doing that, and I and I love how you guys take the attitude of saying if it works, great; if it doesn't, no one's going to get super pissed off about it. We just want to make it work, yep. and that's phenomenal. Yep.
2: yep. You know, yeah. it's all about that chemistry. You know, we don't need the we don't need like the most progressive players and the best players in the game. You know, um, we just need to have that chemistry.
0: Yeah. And I think we found it. it. Apparently so, because, you know, when you listen to it, it seems like you guys have been playing together forever. I like I said I you know before we started the interview I did get to see you guys play live at the juke joint in California for NAM this year and watching you guys interact on stage and watching you guys play and ultimately the sound it did sound like you guys had known each other forever. And th- and that's a positive and that that is kind of a rare thing nowadays to actually have people do that and have them gel together that quickly. Yeah,
1: uh, that. that's, a, that's a good. <laughs> <laughs> everyone in the band, I think everyone has. Has very a very good relationship with each other. It, um, I don't even think. I mean, we've had disagreements about stuff, but it, it's always been a, a disagreement that has led to a talk. You know, what I mean, there's right. never been a disagreement that's ever led to someone actually being mad at someone else, or you know, like you know, whether leaving the studio or getting off the phone with things unsolved or unresolved or anything like that. Like that, I don't think that's ever even happened. I think everybody, if, if there's if there's some kind of disagreement on something, we just approach it right then and there. We don't uh, we don't like you know put. Behind us, and they okay, I have a whole grudge about something. There's no, there's no kind of nonsense like that. Everyone is just to, to the point, open and honest, and and it works. All of us weren't, everyone's just friends, and it's just, uh, I guess we just got really lucky that we that all of us have the same kind of mindset for all of us to come together as a band. I think, I, I think, luck had a lot to do with it. I mean, it must have. I mean, for us to get along the way we do and respect each other and respect each other's you know opinions the way we do, I think, um, I think we're very lucky.
0: You know what? I agree 100%. I really do. It. I can, I can definitely resound the same statement because, you know, it really does sound like you guys have found something that was extremely rare and extremely unrealistic for a lot of people to anticipate nowadays. I think we all have the h- best hopes of it, but it, the, the reality of it happening is is not all that common. So I think you guys have found something special.
1: You know, I just wait till you hear some, some of the newer songs we've written. <laughs> uh,
0: well, that was a super <laughs> tease. We've
1: got some new slamming songs, <laughs> songs.
0: You, well, you know, I was going to get to the point of you guys, you guys, you guys have already released two singles. You have Pity and you have Change Your Mind. It, side A and Side B. I like how you guys did that. It uh, made it definitely seem very old school. In my, in my age group, I can appreciate the Side A and the Side B because I remember flipping Side A to Side B. So I like that little reference. But listening to what we've already heard with the single Pity and Change Your Mind, what can people expect with these new songs that are coming? Is it going to be something along the same lines or, or are we going to see something that's going to hit harder or what have you?
1: Um, I don't know if it necessarily is getting harder. Um, we have some newer songs that um, I think, are, I don't know, I don't know if they're heavier. I mean, I think, uh, I'm, not, I'm not really sure if you had an answer. I don't, I don't really know <laughs> you <gonna> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'll answer it. I'll answer it. So yeah, we do have some songs that are heavier uh, than those than the two that we actually released. Right. Um, if anything, it's just the next evolution of our sound, you know, because we're starting to play more together. We're starting to understand each other's writing, and our personalities are starting to come out in the music. Okay. And and basically, David is just coming back into David. I mean, he has he has a groove that is undeniable. Right. We'll start a song. We'll bring it into the studio, thinking it's going to be one way. David starts playing drums on it, and he says, "Hey, you know, I think this should be slower. You know, think head bobbing tempo." And we'll start playing it at that tempo. He'll put his own little spin on it, and it's boom. There's this crazy groove that that came out of nowhere. So it's like David.
0: Mean? Like, so it's like David is a, um, a a work in progress still, almost. <laughs>
2: not a work in progress. He's just he's just coming back into himself. He hasn't played he hasn't played drums in what, like thirteen years. (laughs) For real you know what I mean <laughs> so he's coming back into it and it's all you know the recollection is there all the muscle memory on the drums is there you know I don't think that um I don't think that he he really let it loose and, it, and that beast is coming back out now.
0: David do you feel like you uh you have a a license to play free will now?
1: Oh uh, one hand, I understand absolutely I think actually I'm, I'm uh I'm, I'm having so much fun playing with this band it's, ridiculous. it's amazing it feels so good it's opening up a plane, just doing whatever I want, playing, it's great.
0: It, it's funny when somebody takes the restraints off almost, so to speak, you know, not to make any accusations against anybody that that maybe that was the case before, but it does seem like you have become unbridled and this is your chance to run hard.
2: Absolutely. 100% agree. And I think it helps that our confidence level is building, too. You know what I mean? When we released Pity and Change Your Mind, we had no idea how people were going, going to react to it. And there's been a really good reception to it. So now we have this confidence. Confidence that's building. You know, it's not really ego; it's just confidence. You know, right? The the little successes build into a bigger success, so you start working harder towards things, and it's all automatic. You know, it's kind of like a, a machine that's just coming together. So,
0: speaking upon the songs and that you've already released two singles, and you have some more that are coming, from what you're indicating, uh, what's the plans for as far as a, a full blown release?
2: Well. Right now, we're writing as much as we can. Okay. I think we have, what, 12 songs right now. Okay. Uh, I'd yeah. like to get into a position where we'd have like 15 to 20 songs that we can cherry pick from so that we can go and record them all and then and then pick the best, you know, 13 maybe out okay. of that. Bunch and put out the, the best record that we can
0: so there's really it's open-ended there's really no defined or, or mindset on f- where you guys kind of have to be timeline wise to put something out
2: no not really I mean if we finish writing you know soon within the next month or two then maybe we can slate going into the studio in the summer or end of summer and maybe release this year or early next year but I mean that's that's what we're working towards and we don't want to rush anything
0: that's a good way to look at it too. don't rush it because then you fall into that pattern of not creating good music in the long run and you're just trying to Hit a you know a hard post a deadline of so to speak yes. right. So what would you individually you guys think the future holds for Bias?
1: Uh, definitely tour. That's for for damn sure. We are a one hundred percent live band. So I mean obviously recording that's just a foregone conclusion. Right. But um, I, this this band is going to definitely do some serious time on the road.
0: You've got the itch again, don't you?
1: Absolutely, hundred percent.
0: And Rich, how do you feel about that? I know you said uh, you have a wife at home and. and in a regular uh, regular day job, uh, how do you feel about hitting the road hard?
2: I'm I'm fine with that. My wife <laughs> told me to go do this. She's like, get out she's of the like, house, <laughs> dude. She's like, well, no. She said, this is your passion. You should go do this. Right. You know, obviously, it's not for fun because you're going and finding strangers' music to sing over. Right. I actually recorded an, an entire album <laughs> for <laughs> for this one band that I found on Craigslist. Right. And uh, and I I still listen to that album album because I, I enjoyed it. So much. So
0: <laughs> it, it's it's interesting. What do you think about the process of doing that? I travel quite a bit for the podcast, so I get it. Ch- I'm usually on a plane every single month. Whether uh, I I live here in Boston, uh, I'm either in Vegas uh, or I'm in California. I'm going to Dallas. Uh, I think yeah, getting on the road. There's an itch to it. You either have it or you don't. So uh, D- David, I can definitely appreciate the idea of saying I need to get back out there again. Yes,
1: yeah, it's, it's been a while. We're ready to hit it. Sure,
0: <laughs> guys. You know what? I appreciate you taking the time to chat about all things bias, it's great getting to know some of the backstory and what the future holds for you guys. So I appreciate
1: your time. Great. Thank you very much for having us. We appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for having us. The
0: Liquid Conversations podcast is brought to you by Dirtbag Clothing. Wear it till it stinks.